Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. Hope you're doing well today. Sorry about another week of inactivity. Um, been busy in other aspects of my life, so I haven't been able to devote myself to the podcast as much. Today, we're going to talk about what would it take you to sign the marriage contract. Now, for those of you who are inveterate MGTOW red pillars, you know that the, the marriage contract today in 21st century America is fraught with peril for men for a couple of reasons. One, we have no-fault divorce, which means a man or a woman could divorce anybody for no reason at all, no legitimate reason. Prior to 1970, to divorce, you had to have a legitimate reason to divorce somebody. And uh, nowadays, somebody sneezes the wrong way and you can divorce them. And, and with most states, it's community asset property, so you would just divide all the assets into 50-50. So smart men understand this. And a lot of men are like, why would I sign the Faustian Pact that is the marriage contract when there's so much peril? And then you couple that with women are the most promiscuous they've ever been in human history. And you're getting the milk for free. So a lot of men are like, yeah, then there's no reason. Also, these women are cohabiting. And giving away the milk for free. And of course, you know, women would say, well, you're so shallow. That's all the men care about is getting the milk for free. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot of it is that, but also companionship, which they're getting for free by dating or cohabiting. So women have lowered their standards, and that's resulted in men, along with the cultural Marxist infiltration of America and certainly the sacrament of matrimony, that's opt made a lot of men opt out and be like, it's just not worth the risk. It's just not worth the risk. I'm not going to do it. It's just not worth it. See, if women stopped putting out, and again, I'm not recommending you fornicate, but if women stopped putting out like they did for centuries and said, I'm only going to have sex with you if we're married, and if the majority of women went trad con like that, then more men would take on the risk of marriage. Also, if no-fault divorce was abolished, you would see the same thing too. But we know no-fault divorce is not going to be abolished because women are the largest voting bloc in America. They're not going to support that. And there's not enough politicians that would even support it, especially in the world of the woke cancel culture. So that's not going anywhere. So in, in, in an ideal, quote, world, what would it take to get on the marriage contract? So now let's think from the typical male mind. The typical male mind, most men are conservative by nature. Most men do not support abortion. Most men do believe in traditional values, especially political conservative, economic conservative. There are men that are liberal, 
certainly on the social issues, you probably see more 50-50 on that. But what would it take to sweeten the pot? So let's say you're a 38-year-old, divorced. You lost a lot of your assets. You barely see your kids. Or let's say you're 38 and never been married. And you're red-pilling that you know that there's certainly risks to marriage. What would it take? So let's say, and we can't predict the future. So we can't say, oh, she would never leave or she would never cheat or she would never get fat or stop having sex because that requires you to look into the future and we can't do that. So what would it take? Ironclad prenup? That could happen. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but I hear that women can get out of prenups if they can demonstrate that they would be put on welfare if they didn't get money from the divorce if the man was wealthy. So I know prenups can be thrown out if the woman has a savvy lawyer. I'm looking at a gigantic spider web outside. I mean, this spider web is probably 12 feet by 12 feet. This is what happens when trees don't get moved. I mean, there's a couple, this is mammoth spider webs. So, <clears throat> prenup. I'm assuming that would give you some comfort and reassurance. Young woman. Now let's be real. Men don't want to marry as a whole. Women that have a lot of miles on them, either many sexual partners or just older. I mean, it is what it is. Like We don't shame women who want to optimize their hypergamy and get with the wealthiest man that they can get. So why should we shame men who want to get with the most beautiful, youngest woman that they can get? You shouldn't. This should be consistent. It should be consistent both ways, for men or for women. But we see there's massive double standards. So men get shamed if they want a younger wife. But women, if you shame them for going richer or dating a younger man, you hear the opposites glorifying. Good, you, you, you go, girl. You do what you need to do. You go, cougar. But let's say you were to get a younger woman. So if you're 35, 40, let's say you found a 22-year-old. No sexual partners are very little. She signs a prenup. She has the look that you like, whatever your taste in, you know, if you like the skinny waifs or the curvier brunettes or whatever, the Asians, whatever it is. Then let's throw in you have similar values. So if you are a conservative man, she's a conservative woman. Because those are important because you don't want to be fighting all the time. Right? And you'll be fighting all the time if you are a conservative man and she's a leftist woman politically or socially, if you support, uh, I don't know, closed borders and she supports open borders, if you're pro-life and she's pro-choice, if you don't like the social engineering that's done with transgenderism, indoctrination, and she loves it, you guys are going to be fighting all the time. So let's say you have similar values. And then let's say you're both, she believes in traditional gender norms. The man leads. The woman obeys. This is scriptural. I love it when women are like, Yes, I want the man to lead. So that mean, or they'll say like, I believe in traditional marriage. Does that mean you, the man will lead and you will obey? No. <laughs> well, you can't have it both ways, right? So you'll see a lot of women, and look, even the traditionalist women have been infected by feminism to a certain degree. So you have to exorcise that out of them or vet them better. So let's say you do get a woman, a woman, you're 38. She signs a prenup. She's 22 years old, similar values, trad con. So if you're a traditional Catholic, she's a traditional Catholic. If you're a 
traditional Southern Baptist, she's a traditional Southern Baptist, would this be enough? Would this be enough for you to sign the marriage contract? Only you know. Now, you could say, well, Gregor, this is never going to happen because I'm 40 and there's no way I can get a 22-year-old. Well, I mean, look, you want to have like a DiCaprio abundance mindset. If you have a mindset that I'll just take whatever I can get, then clearly you're going to have low standards and take on the first woman you meet if she's got, whatever, four kids from three men and she's all tattooed and everything. So you want to have an abundance mindset that you are worth something, that you will hold out for something better. Because we're not wired like women. Men, men can be solitary. Women, it's much harder. So I always quote that line from Ferris Bueller where Ferris says about Cameron, the best friend, Cameron's going to marry the first woman that gives him the time of day and she'll treat him like crap. Right? You don't want to be in that type of relationship. So hold out, work on yourself, elevate your sexual market value, and you'll get a better quality woman if that's what you want. And work on yourself and achieve excellence. Don't, don't just eat hot pockets and play video games. Work on yourself. This is very important, guys. So I'm closing. What would it take for you to get on the marriage contract? I want you to ruminate on that. Think about it. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It'll only take you five seconds if you have an Apple product. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, up to defray the cost of hosting this on the server, I'd appreciate it. There's also a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website. Check out all the old episodes and the articles. And lastly, please subscribe or follow to The Awakened Man, the female holistic health apothecary, and Confessions of Amy Shaw. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.